Good afternoon, family. Today, June 18th, 2019, part two, homeless. As we were talking about yesterday in regards to the homeless and how each and every one of us could do our parts if we just take the time and put in the effort. It doesn't take a big effort. It just takes an effort to try to go out and help someone who's in need. When you look at the churches that are surrounding in L.A., you can find up to almost 100 churches on one block, 50-50 on each side of the street. I'll give you an example of a street that has so many churches it's too hard to count. From Martin Luther King Boulevard all the way to a hundred and twentieth, you will find almost, if not, a hundred or more churches on that block. Whether big or small, you will find almost a hundred churches on that block. But I'm sorry, on that, I should say that street, that long strip from a hundred from Martin Luther King to 120th Street. And that's just one strip that you'll find a bunch of churches. The thing about these churches, everybody wants their name on a marquee. Everybody wants to feel important. But the ones that they're supposed to be making feel important and to be assisting and helping are the people. But yet everybody wants their name on a little bitty marquee and the homeless people are just stacking up, stacking up and stacking up and no one seems to care. If we had a solution such as all these churches getting together and taking up, it doesn't even have to be a big donation, a small donation and, 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 and buy a building to try to help the people that are actually sleeping on those streets, sleeping uh, in the doorways of these churches, sleeping on the bus stop, sleeping, just sleeping on the street itself. Or find a way that you could uh, maybe have them sleep on your lot. But everybody wants to be so important and act like they're so sanctified and Christified when the people are just constantly building, building, and building. Because the government doesn't care. The government does not care. There's organizations out there to help the homeless, but sometimes it takes more than these organizations because a lot of them may be somewhat uh, government funded or sometimes they may not be funded by the government at all. Just donations because the government doesn't fund everything when it comes to the people. They don't want to. They're too busy paying out payouts from beating up on people. So they don't have time to be funding what really needs to be. And if there was funding for the program, a lot of these programs, monies are taken out because of stupidity on the officers of the city. But this problem is going on and on and on, and no one seems to care. Our people are constantly stacking up these bodies on the streets, rent, housing, Everything is going up so much money, there's not enough money. 
It's like if your rent is going up $500, but your paycheck is only getting, say, you're getting a 2% increase. Eventually, the rent's going up at a thousand times while your 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 uh, income is only increasing 2.5%, if that, eventually. If you don't have something put together or a plan, you will be homeless. You must learn how to bring in, if necessary, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I've done it in the past. But you have to learn how to bring in family members. You give them a start. Just give them a start. Not saying permanent, but just give them a start. Give them something to boost their morale, boost their spirits, to show and give them some positive, positive feedback. It's going to get better and it will get better. If you make people believe that it's going to get better, it will get better because they'll start to believe. But if you're criticizing all the time, no one's going to believe. We got to put in a better effort in bringing up our people because if there's one, there's one big problem in the community that's not really being discussed because program uh, programming and funding has been cut and it will be continue to be cut for those who basically need it the most, but not for those who uh, pretty much uh, uh, don't really have it, but do have it, but it won't be cut for them. And that is mental. And I mean, mental illness, mental illness is a, uh, I don't know what to call it, a sickness, can't call it a disease, but a sickness, and people are really suffering, especially in the black community. There's a lot of distress uh, in the black community, and a lot of people are having real emotional problems, a lot of racism, you know, people are getting uh, paranoid, racism, they start to lash out. Because, you know, people trying to take things from them and put them on the street. You can't always try to put people on the street. And in this particular world, we're constantly trying to put people on the street and build up communities to the point where what they once were. You take uh, uh, Detroit. Detroit was a beautiful city once upon a time. And then it went through its woes. And now... From the last time I was there a decade ago, they've changed the community around. A lot of investors are coming in and they're buying it and they're making it better. They're buying those little cheap houses that once were and they're buying it and they're making it better. And that's going to take out a lot of people who actually live in Detroit because Detroit had become a not a slum, but it it, it become a, a very not popular area to live in. And now. They're turning it around. They're bringing in a new uh, class of people and they're getting rid of a class of people that basically have some really bad issues, mental illness or whatever the issues may be. They're be they're pulling that uh, those people out of that community. We talk about it all the time, but the thing about it, it is so true because these people need help, but there's no one to sit up and help them. The only thing that there is, is people want to make money. Detroit is going to be, it's totally different. They're putting it in a class 
to where it used to be back in the day. The same with Inglewood, but Inglewood was never a bad city. It just got bad, uh, bad reports from a, a minor few. But the thing about it, with this new stadium coming in, that brings a new class of people. I ain't saying a better class. It just brings a class with, that will be moving in that has more money, uh, more influence. So people of Inglewood, people of Detroit, your home has been taken away from you. One, especially in Detroit, you didn't take care of it very well. Crime, vandalism, this, that. And now it's turning to the point where people, if you wanted to live in Inglewood, you couldn't because you can't afford it. Well, that's, I'm sorry, Detroit. But Inglewood's the same way. The few that destroyed Inglewood, that few will be no longer living in that city. Unless you have money, you won't be able to live in Inglewood. The same with Detroit. Detroit has had a remake, had a, uh, a makeover. It's the same with uh, uh, San Francisco. San Francisco's done the same thing. It's got rid of all the people. If you had children in San Francisco and didn't have the money, you couldn't live there, even in the poor areas. They're turning these cities around, people. If you're not taking your money and trying to save your money and step, stop spending your money, you're not going to be able to have a place to live either. Everything is going up. Everything is going up to wipe out the black man, black woman. To put you in a position where you won't be able to live. You will have to move back south. Down south right now is still low. I don't know what the homeless situation is, but there is homeless. But I don't know how bad. I just know how bad it is in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, we need a solution. Here's my solution. Churches gather together. Get your flock and get your people. You can make a grand entrance on Sunday, but can you make a grand entrance Monday through Saturday in helping other people? Instead of showing off your new hat or your new dress or your new shoes or your new car or whatever you try to show off to impress the people that you go to church with to show that I've got it and you don't. Because a lot of people, don't, they don't have it. They just go to church because they want to hear the word of God and, and, and get some type of inspiration to move on for the, uh, uh, to the, uh, the following day all the way through the next week. But until we come together, these organizations need to come together. Because if they came together, there's enough money going in in these churches. I'll list on uh, from Martin Luther King, uh, Figueroa, all the way down to 120th. If they put monies together, they could come up with a they can come up with a grand solution and start buying up some of them properties around that area, or even buy up a lot and let the people congregate over there. It's a start. It may not be the, a permanent solution, but it's a start. The key is to have a start. We must get a start and then we can come up with a permanent solution because a permanent solution may take a little bit time. But once we get to start, then we know where we're going. We need help, people. We got to all come together in some sort of way. Don't know how, but communication is the start. We got to start communicating better. We got to clean up our streets. We got to clean up the homeless situation in America, especially in Los Angeles, that 59,000 growing and growing every day but we got to start somewhere i say peace my brothers and my sisters
Got to come together. This is not just for black people. This is for all people. But I have to hit the black community first. But it's for all people. It ain't just for one uh, group. It's for all people. We're not better than no one. God has allowed us to have a few things. That's all. But he could take those things away in a blink of an eye. I say peace out, my brothers and my sisters. Have a great day. And take it to heart. Ecologist Real Talk. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Peace out. Stay strong. Try to help somebody and love somebody. Enough said. What's up, family? It is June 19th, 2019. I wanted to talk about today. <clears throat> oh, got a frog in my throat. Excuse me. I wanted to talk about today investing and believing and trusting in yourself. First of all, I'll tell you a little bit about my investing history. When I first started investing, I started investing many, 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 many years ago. Decades, in a sense. And I started small. I was investing outside of my home, more so like in stocks. I started dabbling in stocks about 20 years ago. Nothing heavy, just something uh, light. A man once told me, if you ever start uh, buying stocks, buy things that you know of, buy things that you wear, buy things that you might own. And that's how I pretty much started. I think the first stock I ever bought was in Kmart. And, you know, watching it every day and whatnot, it was a little bit annoying. But Kmart, when it filed bankruptcy back in the day, the stock that I had, it pretty much went bellied up. And then they had a, uh, they changed it around because sometimes you can buy stock. And if a company starts to go belly up, things will change on you. But anyway, uh, I just started with, I can't remember the company. It was a company that I got through a credit card company of mine. And then I started uh, buying stock in the uh, share building program. And every time I, re I reached the goal that I was shooting for, I would cash out and I would go and take the money and do other things with. I never use it as long term. I always use it to, to be able to save money so I can get that big prize that I actually wanted. Sometimes that's the way I can only save money is to invest in stock because I'm not that great of a person when it comes to I'm good at saving my money to get what I want I don't spend a lot of money but sometimes you know things happen but I think over the last couple of years I've been doing as I get older I do much better I invested in Nike back in the day and in 2015 I cashed out at Nike I had 150 shares of Nike stock. 
at a hundred at the time it was like a hundred and twenty three dollars. And then I cashed out. But a lot of times, if you wait, the bottom will fall out because had I had waited when it maxed out, it also boom, the, the Nike stock split. They split it. Sometimes companies will split the stock. It reach a certain goal and then they'll split it. Especially to save faith uh, when the markets start to change somewhat. But I think long term, I think black people need to get more and more involved in stocks. Most of your one percenters, that's how they own so much of the country's wealth is stock and real estate. Those are two things that we need to invest in stock and real estate. Thank God I've been able to buy some property. And pretty much maintain that property, no matter what uh, financial situations I might have gone through, I've been able to maintain. And that's the key. The property is always the key. You got to always have a place to live. And you should want to have your own place to live instead of paying somebody else's mortgage. And all that comes from in buying, investing, property, whatever. It comes in believing in yourself, no matter what happens, that you will make something happen to the point where it's going to be positive and it's going to work. You got to always believe in yourself. The key is believing in yourself and investing in yourself. When you invest in yourself, a lot of times, you know, hey, it ain't just going out there buying a pair of shoes or buying a hat or a coat or a purse or whatever. Sometimes you may go just by investing in a book or some type of knowledge, a, uh, a, a, a tool that can help you gain some knowledge. I bought this book many years ago. It's called Powernomics. It's the national plan to empower black America. And I believe that black America read this book, Powernomics by Claude Anderson. I believe that we as black people would be much better off. You can still buy this book. You can go on Amazon and look for this book. This book was published maybe almost 20 years ago, but it is so relevant even today. And that's why we have to invest in ourselves. We have to read. Also, a brother that's on uh, YouTube. His name is Boyce Watkins. He's a, he used to be, I believe he used to be a professor, but he started his own school. Black business school. Boyce Watkins. These are two brothers that I listen to. If I could catch a, uh, a seminar on YouTube with Claude Anderson and Boyce Watkins, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to listen I love to listen to what they're saying because the stuff that they're saying is so relevant and it's so powerful that we need to start paying attention. We need to get off our high horse and get away from watching all these crazy uh, housewives and basketball wives and all this crazy stuff and start paying more attention to what's actually being going that's going on in the world 
as far as our physical, I'm sorry, as far as our financial economic business is concerned. We got to start believing that we can do and go out there and make it happen. Because when you believe and trust in yourself, you'll make it happen. It's a guarantee. You'll make it happen. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but it will happen. But you got to first believe and trust in yourself. These are two things that we have to do as black people. Believe and trust in ourselves. Investing is key to financial gain. They're predicting by 2053, the black people will have no self-worth. None. It's almost as if we're going to be on this planet and have nothing. Everybody will be running everything, but black people will have nothing. You'll be back, not in slavery, but you'll definitely be back as if you were slaves. Because you'll be working for somebody else. And they'll be paying you whatever they want to pay you. Whatever the laws may be at that particular time, you'll get paid whatever they pay you. I know a lot of people want to go out there and have nice things. Hell, you go out there and work hard, you can get nice things. And you go out there and try to scam and beat people out of stuff, you're never going to, you're never going to win. There's only one way to get this done is to go out there and work hard. Believe in yourself, buy books and read, invest. If you don't know how to invest in stock, there's an app. It's called Stash app. And you go, you take the app and it'll show you, it'll pretty much guide you on how to buy stock. Go to YouTube, YouTube. There's a lot of people who put on YouTube uh, how to invest. You can look up Stash app and it'll help you. Be able to invest as low as $5 just to start. I've turned many people on a stash app. It's a way to save money. It's the way it'll show you how to invest your money as far as stocks. You'll be able to read about the stock, understand about the stock you're investing in. It's just a start. I'm not an expert, so I don't try to be an expert but I know a little something about it. I've moved up, I've moved up to Robinhood. Robinhood is another way uh, that you can buy stock. Stash app, I would try for beginners. Once you get a little bit more established, then you can move up to Robinhood. But there's so many others. But those are two that I would recommend. Stash app and Robinhood. I would also recommend reading Powernomics and going on and checking out Dr. Boyce Watkins and his Black Business School. Those are two forms. I'm sorry. Those are uh, different types of uh, informations that you can get from different people that will help you and understand about stock building, and investing your money. Sometimes we want to do more. We want things in such a hurry that we go out there and do foolish things. But sometimes you got to, it, it takes time. Anything that's worthwhile is going to take time to build. And when you put in the time and the effort, you can build it. You got to believe in yourself.
There's only one way it's going to work. It's only if you believe in yourself. You got to start looking forward to putting aside a couple of dollars here and there. Uh, go on the line and see, hey, if you drink uh, Starbucks with the uh, Stash app, you can go and you can pay, you can put down and buy $5 worth of a, uh, a share. Share for Starbucks is about $71 a share. You could put $5 on Starbucks until you're able to build up and buy that one share. I would do this. I would take my time and learn by reading books, asking questions for people who know. And stop spending on a bunch of nonsense. This wasn't going to be that long today. I just wanted to put that out there. I wasn't feeling 100 when I woke up today. But I wanted to still get this information out there. The best that I can. But uh, a college is real talk. It's on Anchor, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple. So it's it's on all your, pretty much your major podcast carriers. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to get our message out there the best way that we can. I don't uh, really like to do a whole long segment. Sometimes we go as long as we have to, but I, I just would like, you know, hey, if you like the information, fine. If you don't, well, it's nothing I can do about that. I'm only putting out the information to help my community be able to build on something that's positive and hope to pass along this information to other people. Have them go to Anchor. Look up ecologist. I'm sorry. Look up ecology. Ecologist. Yes. Real talk. I like to bring it fresh. I like to bring it uncut. I don't believe in scripting. Maybe some things when I get a little deeper, I might have a script. But I don't believe in scripts. I don't like scripts. I believe in coming at, coming at you real. And honest and truthful. But hey, some people like lies and deception and all that stuff. I don't really believe in that. When I say script, something that I done written, I done wrote down so I can actually have. So I don't remember, especially if it's going to be a real, real long segment. But Powernomics, I would try. By Claude Anderson. You can go to ClaudeAnderson.com, Powernomics.com. You can look it up yourself. It's not hard. I would check out Dr. Boyce Watkins. He's the owner of the Black Business School. He's on YouTube. You can check him out. Those are two uh, 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 references that I would pass on to you on this June 19th. 2019. Okay, family. I look to hearing from you. Have a great day.
and I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.